0: Did we just become best friends? Yep. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yep.
1: Oh, hey everybody. Welcome. Welcome to the Sean Beatty Podcast. And I am so glad you were with me today. I have a special guest here in the podcast room. Introduce yourself, please.
0: Hello. <laughs>
1: This is Morgan Ryan. Morgan is our communications director here at the Hills Church, at Clovis Hills Church. Yep. And um, well, maybe maybe explain what you do here.
0: Yeah. I, what don't I do? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm the communications director here. Um, I've been here about six months now. Um, I do everything from our website to social media to like our bulletins, our banners, our, uh, graphics that you see online or in church. And that's like all over campuses too. That's not just North, which is really fun for me. Um. But yeah, I do. If you see our logo anywhere, the odds that my hand was on that in some way, in some form is pretty high. Uh, so yeah, that's, it. yeah, There, I could list a ton of things.
1: Yes, many, many things, but basically all communications. Yeah. So um, the fact you're hearing from me more often. Yes. This is her fault. I. So. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: don't feel bad. So
1: um Years ago, we had a radio show and like a weekly podcast and all that. And this was way before your time, before oh you were gosh, ever, yeah. ever at the Hills. I don't
0: think I knew about the radio
1: show. Yeah, Pastor Scott and I had something called Redefine Defiance. Um, oh, okay. We deleted all those. Um, <laughs> we didn't want Why? A, We didn't want a digital record of anything oh we gosh. said. <laughs> it was all post covid but then like or i mean pre covid and then but then during covid
0: when people are bored and they find things or whatever uh, and or st- take things out of context stuff
1: just got weird even we even we did so we just deleted it all um that's
0: amazing
1: <laughs> yeah yeah i mean everyone Let's be honest. Everyone was a little weird in yeah. 2020. So um, no,
0: no one came out of that normal. Like, no. There's no way. So we
1: just deleted it and killed it. But um, then I've done a podcast just every now and then, just yeah. on a whim. Yeah. And um, that's yeah. that's not really good for like podcast marketing. P- oh. You want regular listeners, so. Um, maybe you tell people what we're doing, why we're here.
0: Yeah. So, you know, like any good comms director, I was at the gym and I was like, you know what? I need to listen to some of the podcasts we've put out, like just so I can get an idea of what we've done. And um I started listening and sh- I was listening to Sean's podcasts and I literally like, went to the front of the gym. Like My husband was waiting for me, and I was like, I could listen to Sean Beattie talk all day. Like,
1: this, this is why I hired her.
0: <laughs> all the affirmation. I
1: need people to come around and kiss my butt in all, <laughs> at all times.
0: <laughs> I mean, you would think I'd be sick of him just because I work for him and I listen to him on Sundays. But no, Like you're very naturally good at podcasting. And um, uh, part of the reason, too, and, and this is why I love coming here and, and listening to you preach, though, too, is – you're very good at just presenting information while also keeping it, um, like down to earth. Like I get a lot of information from you, but you tell it in a way that is just relational and makes sense. And so when I heard what? your podcast, did we just become best friends? Yep. Like, Hey, you you do all this. <laughs> like... And you're like, yeah, I do it myself. And I was like, perfect. We're going to do it again. Like, we're going to do it once a month. I want to do podcasts with you. Mm. Like, I this gives us, one, it gives us, like, an opportunity to introduce you guys to, like, if a sermon series is coming up, like, what we're doing in the new year, what we're going to talk about today. Or, like, some of you don't always get to see or interact with all of our campus pastors. Like, let's bring the campus pastors on and let's get to know them. Or, like, let's pick a topic. And, um, yeah, I just thought it'd be a fun thing that once a month we can publish a podcast and we can just give the congregation and everyone updates and maybe just talk about some cool and fun topics
1: there you go well i while you were talking i ran a drop and it was uh,
0: what did we just become best friends
1: <laughs> <laughs> so anywho we're
0: gonna have to get me some headphones <laughs> yeah
1: i gotta get you headphones but uh, morgan is gonna be my co-host and oh yeah um, most of the time she's going to be driving the ship on this and yeah. I'll just be answering the questions, Yeah. but I figured I wanted to introduce the existing audience we have yes. to who you are and what you, yeah. what you do. Um, and as far as like being here six months, I, I'm going to ask you some questions <laughs> before we go anywhere. <laughs> so, so you've been here six months. Yes. How long have you been going to Clovis Hills, the church?
0: I started going to Clovis Hills about, I want to say it was two and a half years three years ago so.
1: 2021 maybe yeah. late 2020 yeah
0: it was when I was a part of the gathering which was led by our connections pastor Sean Meyer
1: and church we help plant yeah that right. you guys plant mm-hmm. and so
0: then when you know COVID happened and I like to say we got adopted <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Clovis Hills adopted uh the gathering and uh we started coming and I just served and um I was just working marketing jobs in town and uh what's cool though about it is literally i remember five years ago sitting in a car with my best friend Haley and telling her and like crying to her like i want to be a communications director for a church but i just don't think that's ever gonna happen
1: not in the car i
0: was just i was like so mad and i was just crying to her i was like this is never gonna happen this is so dumb like why did god give me this calling on my heart and then you know of course Twenty twenty three, God just went ha ha. Told you,
1: <laughs> no, that's that's good. So you're relatively new to the church then, yes. last couple yeah. years. So post COVID, yeah. So and you grew up going to church. Yeah. You, you've been been a, been a Christian most of your life. Yes. So like, what is 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 there anything that stands out to you about this church that since you've been here, like something that ju- jumps out?
0: Oh yeah, I would say. Something that really stands out to me is uh, the church I grew up at, like good church, but um, I definitely knew the whole congregation and I grew up with that same congregation. And the one thing that was that really spoke to me here was I really felt like we draw a lot of new christians or people who like don't necessarily like church funny enough like that's Mm -hmm. like i I, when i first came here and i started talking to people i realized how many people like on staff or or even just leaders in the church were recovered addicts they they're now sober they've been reclaimed like they like and that was cool to me like Mm -hmm. that was something i wasn't really used to not that that wasn't at my old church right i don't know but that was just something that was definitely noticeable when i started coming here and that was cool to me because it made it cool for me to like invite people to like I loved that. And I think the other thing that I really love is like from this stage, I really feel like you and all the teaching pastors do a very good job of like, yeah, I understand you all have different political beliefs, but here's what the Bible says. And I love that. Mm. Like, that was something that I was very drawn to. (laughs) Not
1: everyone loves that. I know
0: that. (laughs) And I know that. But that was something that I really loved because at the end of the day, we are a church. And, you know, I do just want to know really what the Bible says. And, yeah, it does play in a bunch of facts, whether it's politics or friendships or relationships, right? But, um, and, and you guys do it in a way that makes sense and like is you're not just pulling out this new king james version and reading it to me you're you're taking what the bible says and you're presenting it in a way that really makes sense and translate and that was something i was really drawn to as well nice
1: okay so anywho um <laughs> 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 so we're um what what you're noticing really is that value of uh open acceptance yeah i love that. and you know I didn't bring that to this church. It no. had it. Because um, it's a
0: core value. Yeah,
1: yeah. My hope was when I got here that I could just pour gas on it. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, Morgan. Yes. What are we doing now?
0: Yeah. So, this is our...
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was driving. I just handed her the steering wheel. I know. That's how that works in radio. <laughs> I'm like, so what are Let's we up go. to? And now you have the steering wheel. So, yeah. you you drive this podcast and we'll, and we'll go.
0: Perfect. No. Well, one, I... We want to wish everyone a happy new year, happy 2024. Um, and I think we also wanted to give, and we're going into the new year. So I wanted to give everyone a race to life update too.
1: Yes. Yes. Raise the life is going amazing. Well over a thousand, uh, decisions for Christ. And our goal and is
0: 2,000, right? Our
1: goal is 2,000 yeah. in two years. So we wow. are tracking on that and right up at 500 um, baptisms. And the goal there is 1,000. So in we're tracking yeah. in, in the same way, which is super cool and super exciting.
0: What's cool too is I remember just when I first came on, we were like, quote unquote, behind in our mm-hmm. goals. And we were like, should we change them or whatever? And I remember we were like, no, like we made this goal like, Let's you know we need to trust that like we set this goal for a reason. God led us to this. So like we're going to keep it. And so it's cool to be at the year mark and like we're now even kind of ahead. Like yeah. That's yeah. cool to see cuz like we were all like ah and I was like no no, we have to just trust that we made this goal for a reason. So let's keep going and
1: Well, and the the baptism goal is always the scariest one. Yeah. <laughs> um and uh, Because it's a podcast and I'm assuming the people listening to it are like church members and like core people at the church. I I, want to explain a little bit about kind of the mentality behind how we do things and the um, altar call and all of that. Because, um, you know, everyone that comes forward to get a a light bulb, they're saying yes to Jesus, but we don't know the full extent of every decision, if that makes sense. It could be a rededication. Yeah, It could be... Um, they think they want Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, they can be caught in the moment, yeah. um, and not not every decision is like in the kingdom, a legit decision. If that makes sense. Mm. Um, that'll be for God to judge yeah. if, if that makes sense. And people say, well, wh- 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 how could you say that pastor? And I I'd say, well, Jesus said it. He gave us the parable of the sower that the sower went out and he sowed seed and some fell on good soil and it grew and multiplied a hundredfold. Others fell among the rocks. Others fell among the thorns. Other, you know, the birds ate some, like not every Light bulb. It's not a one to one ratio because that's why if it was, then we would have two thousand baptisms. Yeah, and the the reality is is not every baptism is. Um, we were commanded in Matthew twenty eight to go make disciples, new disciples, and baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. That was our job. Um, so we do the telling. We do the, the gospel preaching. We do the baptize. We do the teaching. But then it's up to the person that made that decision whether they become a disciple or not. Yeah. Uh, we can't force people to become no. disciples. But we set the table. We have new believers classes. Yeah. We have growth groups. Yeah. We have a whole leadership track. I mean, there's a million, million there's and one ways. Yeah, a million and one opportunities for someone to come and eat yeah. if they want to, Yeah. if that makes sense. So, yeah. so um, yeah, we're right up at... Uh, at we'll tracking over a thousand right up around 500 baptisms and then um we have buildings that we're working on and in novato so <laughs> um by the time you're listening to this i i believe they will probably have their sanctuary will have new floors in it and um new seating and their lobbies redone and they're they're rocking and rolling in um old town we've already had our meeting with the city and they've they're, they've gone over our plans. And now we go back and we revise the plans for the Old Town Fellowship area. And in the same way, the architect has submitted preliminaries to the city of Clovis for our youth building here. And they will give us all the things you can and you can't do and yada, <laughs> yada, yada. And we'll come back and adjust accordingly and do that. And these are long processes working with municipalities. But th- the other reason um, I think it's the sovereignty of God that it takes this long because, Um, For the youth building, we'll have to take a loan out, right? And in 2023, interest rates were awful. And by the time you're listening to this, uh, we're recording this right before Christmas, interest rates have dropped, and we're hoping they're going to continue to drop this year. So when we take our construction loan out, we don't have an 8% interest rate on it. So um, we're taking our time on that too, watching the rates because we want to be the best stewards we can with and God's God money. Teaching us
0: patience. Yes,
1: exactly. <laughs> I want it now, Daddy. Oh, I feel like Veruca <laughs> Salt sometimes with Jesus, but um, that's just how, like you know, how that goes. And sometimes yeah. people just they want to build it, they want to build it now, and I get that. Um, but for me, one of the things I've learned is in the kingdom, it, good things come to those who wait. Yeah. And um, I want to be the best steward of the money that people have donated and the best steward um, of this church's finances mm-hmm. that we can possibly be. So it sets the church up, not for like success in 2024. It sets us up for the next 30 years of success, if yeah. that makes sense. So that, that's where we're at with Raise to life. Yeah.
0: No, yeah. awesome. That's perfect. I, yeah, I, I was talking to our finance person and he had, we were talking and he just said it in such a really cool way. He's like, you know, before we do anything or before we make a decision, he's like, I always like to have the mindset of like, remember that this is someone's tithe. And what are we doing with someone's tithe? Yeah. And like, I was like, Oh, you should like write that down. Cause it's like, <laughs> it's so good. Cause it's true. It's like, I think sometimes, you know, we are a church, but we also have to run like a business sometimes. And it's so easy to sometimes get caught up in that, but then to remember, hey, someone tithes, someone's supporting this church, so what am I doing with that? Someone's sacrificing, yeah. So, like, what am I, am I making the right decisions and am I choosing the right things that this is going towards? And it was such a cool, like, check. And, like, that thing to remember when I'm doing something or I'm strategizing or whatever, like... This is someone's tithe, so I need to make sure that I'm doing this for the kingdom and for what God wants me to do, not maybe what a plan I have in my head Yeah, and making sure it aligns. No, that's good. And that's what that kind of, like, all you just said reminded me of was that. So that's cool.
1: Yes, ma'am. That's what we're working on. We're trying at least our best. We're trying, yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) The slogan of every Christian in the world, we're trying.
1: (laughs) Marlena wants to come in here So bad. We're podcasting right now. She's standing outside the window and she's like, are you guys having fun? Sorry. (laughs) We will have you on the show soon. We
0: promise. Um, Cool. Well, thanks for the race to life update. So another thing that uh, the main thing that I really want to talk about in this podcast, because here we are, it's 2024 for when you guys are listening. And um, you've heard by now that this year at Clovis Hills, we are at the Hills, We are focusing on the story. It's And I can describe it, but I have a feeling Sean Beattie can do it better. But it's just this cool concept that we're focusing on for the year 2024. And so, Sean, I want you to tell me what is the
1: story. Sure, sure. So the story um, actually is a book that got put together about 15 years ago. Max Licato and Randy Frazee put it together. And um, they are not the authors of it, though they just put it together. It's actually the Bible. So what they did is they set out to to lay out the scriptures in a story format. See, the Bible is sixty six books, forty different authors written over you know thousands of years in three different languages, um, and there is an overarching narrative to to the Bible, but most people don't catch it if you don't read through the Bible a lot and you don't like, um, kind of have some extended knowledge of it, you, you may not catch that, this narrative that's in it. Um, and they've done a brilliant job of laying the Bible out so that anyone could read it like a book, right? So, um, it's not the Bible. Yeah. The story is not the Bible. It's, Portions of the Bible put together so that you can kind of understand the Bible chronologically. So it's taken from the NIV, um, and what happens is, like um, sometimes the authors will write just a, a paragraph talking about, like say Leviticus. Yeah, you know, if you've ever read the Book of Leviticus, it's difficult to read. Yeah, it's Thou shalt not do this. Don't do this. Don't We're sleep. like. Where
0: is it? This person's the son of this person, and this person's the son of this person. Yeah, and yeah. An ADHD and, or like <sighs> me's nightmare.
1: Don't, you know, <laughs> don't sleep with your neighbors. goat. like all, all of that stuff, like all kinds of crazy stuff in it. So they will, they will take like that portion that's yeah. really difficult to read. They'll explain it really clearly in a paragraph and help it fit in the overarching narrative of Israel and how it works. And what you find is when you understand the overarching narrative narrative of the Bible, um, Jesus makes even more sense. So when you get to the New Testament, mm-hmm. like it, it even makes more sense and it really opens the Bible up for a lot of people, especially people Um, two groups that I've, I've seen with this, that, that really get something great out of it. There's one group that they've been reading the Bible their whole life. They have a decent understanding of it. And it's almost like a video game. Like you just leveled up, you (laughs) unlocked a, a cheat code and you're like, oh my gosh. And you get it even more. Yeah. Right. And then the other person who's intimidated by the Bible, um, this is a, a brilliant way to read, to really understand the whole Bible. Um, before you try and crack the whole thing and get through it. Because I know, you know, as I was growing up a Christian, I tried for years to read through the Bible and I could Same. never do it. And it only happened when I got into grad school and they made me. You know what I mean? All in
0: told. Yeah, yeah. Now,
1: now, I do it, now I do it every year. Yeah. But like that was like something that was really dif- yeah. difficult to do. And um, this is kind of a great way to do it. So it's we're going to do it for 31 weeks. We're going to preach on... Um, all the chapters in the story for 31 weeks. We're going to take a couple breaks throughout the year um, for some different things and, you know, holidays, Easter, things like that. Um, But we're going to go through it together. And then we're selling the book in church, um, Mm -hmm. kind of the end of, end end of December, we started selling it. And then um, through January, we'll be selling it. Um, It's 10 bucks, which is heavily discounted. If you bought it at a Christian bookstore, it's like, you know, 1999 yeah. or something like that. Um, and we just want everyone to, to get God's word in them. Because yeah. here's the thing about the Bible. You can't obey the Bible if you don't have the Bible in you. Yeah. If you. You can't obey God if you don't know the Bible. And the greatest blessing as a pastor I can give you is helping you obey God. Because there's always blessing in obedience. And, um, most Christians, if we're honest in the 21st century, um, are probably, probably, is that a word? Probably. Probably. It's like when
0: you call Dan, Danielle. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> most, <laughs> most probably. Um, many believers in the 21st century are biblically illiterate. Yeah. They have access to the greatest preachers in the world, and they may listen to great preachers on a podcast. Or have the Bible
0: app downloaded. Yeah, yeah, they have the Bible
1: app downloaded. They may get the verse of the day, but they don't understand the Bible, and it's still a scary kind of intimidating thing. So um, this is a way to really help everyone kind of make it like a part of your life, that it's just part of your life every day, and you begin getting it in you. And I promise you, if you make a habit of Bible reading in your life, over the span of your life it will change your life yeah it won't do it in 3 weeks it will do it in the long run
0: it's so true though cuz like i even have a friend who he just came to christ and he grew up catholic but you know he started coming here and he he got his light bulb and then we were like out we were like out on a trip or whatever and he had just looked at me and he goes so any poor guy he was just like like don't laugh at me but he was like what came first like moses or jesus and i yeah. was like moses came first he's in the old testament and this is the new testament and i you know went to like hey we like start with the gospels because that's a little bit easier like yeah, yeah. you know <laughs> I, so I
1: always send a new believer to the gospels yeah. because it's, it's less confusing figure out who jesus is first yeah um but we're gonna we're gonna teach every week is on a theme a chapter yeah. in the story which is a section of the Bible and um, that way um, if you attend on a regular basis you're going to get a good overview of the Bible and then if you're daily kind of reading along in the Mm -hmm. story as well like um, 31 weeks of doing that, you're really going to create an amazing habit in your life. And yeah. we know this is new year's. And, and even though people say they hate new year's resolutions, <laughs> everyone's does them.
0: We made one for you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. You, you may quietly have one and you tell people you don't do them, but like the, the reality is it's a good time to start something Yes, is in the new year. So, um, why not start 2024 yeah. with God's word that this is the year you build your life on God's word. Um, and you begin doing that. That's a powerful thing. And yes. for those of you that have already done that, this is the year you level up. The other thing that will happen is if you get in a growth group, those of you that are real strong in your faith, you're real strong in the, your Bible, believe it or not, the, uh, some of the people that are getting in growth groups now are not. And you serve as an inspiration to them. Mm-hmm. You help train them, you help disciple them while you're in the group because they see the knowledge and the application you put to it. So I want to encourage everyone to get back in a growth group. Yeah, um, People, you know, growth groups died and, you know, it, you got out of them for whatever reason, the season of life you're yeah. in COVID, all of those things. Um, but really it's time to get back into Christian community. People that aren't as strong in their faith can, um, grow because they know you and you can grow because you're sowing into them as well too. So growth groups are for everyone, all shapes and sizes of faith. So,
0: yeah, I, I know I'm excited because yeah, I think I have tried probably three to four or five million times (laughs) to try to read the Bible in a year. And I always just get stuck in the old Testament because it's like, there's just those things that like, if, it's just easy to get stuck there and then be like, eh, I'm not going back. And I even tried breaking it up. I even tried doing like, oh, I'll read like a part of the old uh, mm. Psalms and like a part of the New Testament. Yeah. And I lasted a little bit longer like that's probably my vice or whatever that I haven't done that yet but like the it made me really excited when we talked about we were going to be doing this and not to mention like I've always been a huge reader in general like mm-hmm. I love like not when I was young but like in high school to older I just now I devour books like I can blow through them mm. and so like having this book written as more of a narrative like Tar- pretty much targeting all you book talk girlies out there basically <laughs> <laughs> like if you like totally. love blowing through books or you love reading like this is cool because like i'm and i'm a freak so i like having the audiobook and the physical copy uh-huh. so like i already downloaded like the audiobook version and i'm gonna buy the physical one too but like it's it's so easy too to just have that on that narrative whether it's in the background or when I'm driving or yeah. you know I'm at, I I like it at the gym like I love listening to podcasts and books when I'm at the gym for some reason mm-hmm. like that's I don't know why my brain's just Maybe I'm taming the ADHD, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and exactly. I can just pay attention and receive it better. But like, I I think that's what I'm excited about because I actually see this as like, oh, maybe this year I'm actually gonna make it through the Bible in a year
1: because yeah. I'll
0: be listening to this. And you know?
1: the 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 cool part about the story as well is that there is an audio version of it. You yeah. can get it on Audible. Um, I'm gonna warn you Very though. Very dramatic. <laughs> yeah. J- <laughs> Genesis, the first few chapters of Genesis. When it,
0: God speaks,
1: Adam, I've come through. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy, but they, yeah, it's a little, little too dramatic. God there's music. The birds, yeah, yeah, like, all Like
0: bird sounds.
1: <laughs> but as you go, it calms down yes, and it's it not as dramatic. I passed that part. It's now. pretty interesting. Yeah. <laughs> So I've been listening. To, I've been listening to it all December because I wanted to be ready in yes. January when we started preaching through yeah. it. And I'll, I'll read through it during the year as yeah. well too. But for those of you that don't like to read, there is that option yeah. to it. And um, you're also going to hear it kind of expounded upon on Sunday mornings. Yeah. Uh, from our teaching team, myself, Scott, Mitch, and Dwayne, uh, will be teaching through that. So I'm
0: excited for that. I'm excited to hear you guys like break it down or like talk about it more, like from the story like that, you know, I know you guys get up there and you break down the Bible for us anyways, like on a Sunday, but with the story of, with the perspective of the story is I'm excited to hear what you guys will have to say on it, you know?
1: Oh, Oh, for sure. I I'm excited about it. I had actually, I was kicking around doing um, a whole year preaching where I would be like one week is, this is Genesis and this yeah. is what Genesis is about. Yeah. One week, this is Exodus. And I was kicking that around and then uh, Pastor Liz Fields came to me and she she um, runs our growth group ministry and she said, you know, have um, you ever thought maybe doing the story. Cause I know this church did it like 15 years yeah, ago. Yeah. That's what I heard. And I was like, tell me about it. And she goes, well, it was really good. Like we only did it for six weeks, but like, I know you can do it longer and that might be a great way for people to get back to the Bible mm-hmm. and we could kind of make this year back to the Bible. And I was like, Hmm. So I looked it up and I was like, you know what, Liz, I actually think I had a similar idea, but this is better.
0: Well, and it's cool because to me, I feel like it ties into raise to life, right? Because our goal is to get to get, but you know, to have two thousand commitments for Christ, right? And so now, where does that leave us? That leaves us with maybe two thousand commitments of people who haven't been in the Bible for a long time or have never been able to get into the Bible if they're a recommitment or like, you know, you have all these people kind of like, what is this thing? I I get the relationship. I get what you're preaching Sunday. I get you speak from it. But like, how do I read this thing? Yeah,
1: well, the mission is not make converts, it's make disciples, right? And that's a, that's a more of a long-term approach. And this, this helps. Yeah if that makes sense. And those of you that love the Bible, you know, reading the Bible is a big part of how you become a disciple. You you know, I said it before, you can't obey God if you don't have God's word in you. Yeah. It's cool
0: too. Like this year I uh, did the school of theology, um, which if you guys are ever interested, we start, that starts in the fall. So, but what's cool is we had just gone through our old Testament section. And so I was listening to the audio book and like relating it to what I had just learned in the Old Testament section of like my school of theology. And so it was like, Mm. cool, like hearing it in this narrative experience, but then also like, it made me, uh, the, the two lessons combined together made me then want to go to, into my Bible and be like, okay, so what did the Bible actually say in this section? Am I missing anything? You know? And it made me want to dive deeper, which to be honest, I've never really had that. Like I've had the the like God calling me to like dig deeper into him in that relationship. But and I've tried with mm-hmm. the Bible, like or I have the daily verse or I listen to podcasts or stuff like that. Like I still try to get my word. Uh-huh. But the one thing I've always struggled with is like reading my Bible every day and being in the word every day. Yeah. Making and, it. A habit. Yeah. And so what's cool is just like it really feels like this setup or the setup, but just the story for this year. It's making me want To do that more. And that's, I think, what I'm really excited about for everyone else to experience.
1: Yeah. Well, I read a book a few years ago called Atomic Habits.
0: You did? Yeah.
1: And that book- (laughs) I have not read it. It is a really good book. (laughs) But in it, um, the author says your habits are who you are. Hmm. Like who you are is literally based on the habits you have in your life. Yeah. Um, How you eat, how you (laughs) hygiene- how you drive, Mm -hmm. how you do everything, right? And um, if God's word and prayer is not a habit in your Mm -hmm. life yet, then that's not really part of who you are yet, if that makes sense. So um, the more it becomes a habit, the the better. We're at our 30-minute mark, so we're going to wrap it up. Um, Anything else you you want us to leave people with?
0: No, I'm excited. I think what's cool is for January, we're going to mostly be talking about the prologue on Sundays, and that gives you all time to like get the books or to start reading and then we'll really dive deep into chapter one in February. And so I'm just really excited for you guys. We'll be selling books on campus. We'll have some more communication coming out on that soon. Um, if it's not out already, which it probably is, but, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm excited. I'm, I'm looking forward to doing this podcast too. I'm, I'm also excited to kind of be coming out here once a month and just, I think even expanding more on what we can't always say from or don't have time to say from the stage or, um, you know, I have the privilege of getting to talk to you pretty much whenever I want, you know, and not everyone does. And so I'm excited to do this and, you know, keep communicating.
1: Sounds good. Well, guys, hey, enjoy. Have a, um, a great week and let's go be the church. God bless.